This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rarkhawk Von Darkhawk. He is Roddy Von Dottie. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Better now. We had a we had a day yesterday, the oh two of us. God. What a pair. How about us? Not even in contact with each other. Both did not feel good yesterday. At not at all. all. So as I was saying to you off the air, I had my first migraine that I've ever had in my life. Boy, howdy. Yeah, that, that was something. Butt. So I just to give you, I was teaching a class, and all of a sudden, like I got like this really intense pressure in my head. And like every kid who was talking to me sounded like the teacher from charlie brown like the wah, 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 wah. i'm like oh, i can't no. like i can't I, and they're like all i remember are two things one a girl in my class was like mr davy like you look like really bad like you look bad yeah and i was like i'm fine and then a kid i remember another kid was like you just need ibuprofen like you just need ibuprofen i'm that's like it. i was like it. yeah man that's it like that's what's sitting me down like I just need two Advils and I'm good. Like no, <laughs> yeah. like this is something else. So I went and woke up this morning. It was fine, totally fine. Crazy, yeah. I was. I woke up yesterday. I, I felt pretty terrible, but I I fought through it. Went to work, and it was just like sort of like I felt like off. Felt kind of like I didn't yeah. throw up at any point, but I felt like I might. And I didn't eat anything literally all day or all night. Just had like wasn't hungry, so okay. didn't eat. And then I never take naps. And when I got home, I went to bed. And that's when my wife was like, what the fuck? Oh, I'm a big napper. I love naps. I never nap because I wake up miserable. And I'll I'm see like, if, yeah, if you keep it to like 20 to 30 minutes, you're good. Oh, that's a quick, that's a quick burst. Yeah. So I basically, thanks to my wife, she, she handled the, uh, the, the small child all last night. I literally just went to bed. So I was in bed for 12 hours and woke up, felt like a new man. Yeah, see, when was, you hey, texted me, I was, like, still in a fog. Like, I was yeah. coming out of it, but I was still, like, not right. So Ugh. I'm glad we're both okay. We're, we're all right. And thanks to all the people that are reaching out. We said no uh, episode last night. And a lot of people uh, assumed the worst, which <laughs> I assumed that we were, like, just quitting. Like, we were never going to do it again. Like, we, we were in a fight, and we're never, you know. Like, well, I hope everything's okay. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. A little touch and go there last night, but we're all, we're all good. So let's dive into it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, sad news to start, Ryan. Right off the rip, I we have to do this. Can't have to believe do it. Yeah. Pick of the bomb. Legendary comedian Gilbert Gottfried has passed away. Now he had been uh, he had been sick for a little while, but my God, is there a more unique, vo- not just literally voice, but also what he said and how he said it? In all of comedy than Gilbert Gottfried. So it, it, what's crazy to me is that he's probably most known for, you know, being in Aladdin or, you know, he was the, who, remember he was like the adoption guy and problem child. Like he's the guy with the voice as you yep. remember him. And what's nuts is that I watched a documentary with him not too long ago. Like, and you heard him speak normally and you're like, you almost wanted to be like, stop. <laughs> like stop speaking normally like, i don't um, understand this yeah yeah and and just like you know he get on those like crazy man and you like you'd think that he was just like a yuck yuck comedian but have you ever heard his stand-up like super raunchy super raunchy super raunchy said yeah. whatever he felt like saying and was yep. legit funny and we we've talked about this a lot when we've done episodes on stand-up comedians and like what a yes. cool kind of fraternity that is but when a comedian makes other comedians really laugh 
like you know, like like Colin Quinn, like you know Colin Quinn's yeah. really good because all the other comedians love him. But Gilbert Gottfried was very similar in that sense, where they all they all loved Gilbert every time he was, there. and oftentimes like a lot of those roasts, like he was the funniest guy, and it because like you never expected the like the little nebbish, mm -hmm. you know, gang gang guy to like just come at people right at him, and he yeah. So I remember he did an aristocrats joke. Like I think he I think Once. he like retired the joke. He's like oh, yeah. all timer. Yeah, yeah. so good. So good. If you haven't seen the Gilbert Godfrey, he was during a roast doing aristocrats joke. It was pretty spectacular. Yeah, and there's some good uh videos going around of him on Twitter right now, too. Like the one on that uh what's the is it fucking Hollywood Squares or whatever where they do like yeah. the tic-tac-toe thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Gilbert, and he's like, it's great. It's great. So watch watch that. So that's obviously a sad one today. Uh, not as sad. Will Smith banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Good. So in 2033, he can take home best actor again. So he can, no, he can still get nominated. He just can't accept the award. Like he can't be there physically. Is the, I got is a hunch. Punishment. Won't be nominated. Well, that's the other thing too, because the joke started then coming. What about Jada? What about Jada? Is Jada banned too? It's like, she's only there because of him. Like she's not getting. Well, nominated. that was like the old Chris Rock joke from five years ago. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what like they speculate pissed them off in the first place is like, yeah, you know, the Rihanna's panties joke, which is still a fucking great joke. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, so he had, by the way, Chris Rock had four shows or no, five total shows at the Wilbur last week. Our producer, Billy Lanny, went to one of them and same thing. Barely like early on would make a little joke about like, oh, like, how was your weekend type of thing? But then yeah. nothing Will Smith related the whole time. Well, I'm surprised. Well, I'm, the other thing too is like you have to understand. I mean, I'm not, I'm no expert in stand up comedy, but I've been, I've seen it enough and listened to podcasts enough where like that's a rehearsed, it's like a play. It's like a rehearsed act. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot you of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work to like memorize that and like segue from one joke. And the work, if you've ever listened to like comedians talk to other comedians, like they've painstakingly how things are worded yeah. and how things fit together. So it's not like you can just shoehorn five yeah. minutes of Will Smith into an act that you've been practicing for months. Yeah. And Chris Rock's one of those guys that fame, a lot of these guys do it, but like he's one that'll go to like these little, like small places and like improv ones and like try stuff out. Right. And it might not be very good, but like he's just fine tuning it and waiting to go for shows like this, where he has all his best stuff now at this point. So yeah, have you, I, get it. I don't, so I know you and I, I, so I've known you a long time. Have you ever tried stand up? No, I've tried it once. How that it go? is. I think like it went okay, but it was like, it's really hard. I think it's the hardest thing in the world. I so think for me, so for me, it's stories. Like mine, mine would have to be like, if I were to do, it would have to be like anecdote based where I know yeah. the story so I can kind of like go into it, but I can't imagine doing an hour. I that. can't at all. No, I, I am so impressed by it. I think it's incredibly difficult. I got into an argument mm -hmm. with somebody a while ago about how it's the most difficult thing to just do. And somebody was like, well, what about like, uh, be like a brain surgeon? And I'm like, I don't know. You go to enough school. Now, obviously, if right. you're if you're a dumb dumb, you can't do it. But like, if you're smart enough and you apply yourself, like I'm 100% going to do this. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to read every fucking book. I'm going to go to every class. I think you might you might not be a great one, but you could do it. If you today were like, I'm going to be a, not you, but somebody was yeah. like, I'm going to be a stand up comedian. It's like, are, yeah. are you funny? Like, first of all, and it's not even like, are you funny? Are you like situationally funny? Great. A lot right. of people are. But can right. you write jokes, command an audience, command a room that size, have everybody's attention? I think it's so hard. I've thought of uh, like a handful of jokes that I think would work in yeah. that setting. And I, but even then, like, I don't know exactly how to word them, but I have like a few premises or uh, premises that I think would fucking crush but I'd still be terrified to go up there and do it because that's not my scene. Like I, I feel like I public speaking. I'm not like, in, uh, I'm not shy of that. Right. I, I've like emceed events. I've done like a best man speech. I've done all that stuff, but stand up comedy is a another animal altogether. And I would, and I would say if you think you're funny. Yeah. Oh, you're probably not <laughs> put your money where your mouth. Like I try yeah. it. If you, if you think you're, I dare you to do five minutes of stand up. Five, five minutes. minutes is a long yeah fucking time oh for yeah dead yeah and it's by yourself too like I, you and i can riff like i think i would be a good joke writer yep that's like, also I would, write, I would write jokes well 
Yep. I was trying to come up. I had like you, like I had a bit and I was going to like bait you into this bit that I had last night. And I was cackling, laughing. My wife thought it was the least funny thing she's ever heard. So it was a tough audience. It was a dick thing. Like as, as we do from time to time. Obviously, I, oh, mine was, mine's very X-rated and I'm pissed because I lay, I lay awake at night and I think about things all the time. Usually right. so I do the same thing. So my joke was, and I don't know how I was going to word it. Maybe we can workshop it right now as a, as a, Okay. As we can work that thing. All right. So it was basically the gist was we were going to get into the length versus girth discussion. Like I was kind of kind of bait you into that again. Good start. And me like hyping up the girth aspect of it. And you, I try to bait you into a question where you're like, well, what makes you think that it's blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I would say, I don't know how I would work this in, but to me, it's hilarious. Well, I think it's because it's just so flat. <laughs> That's great. Like, and you'd be like, wait, so you're telling me that you have abnormal girth because your penis is flat? Flat. Like, yeah, uh, it's, like a, it's like a flounder. Like, it's flat, you know? Yeah, I like it. I'm like, yours isn't? Like, that was a whole, the whole bit. I and think it's like, great. He wouldn't laugh at that. I'm like, yes, he would. I would laugh at that. I did laugh yeah. at that. My penis is flat. Well, I was like, I made myself laugh out loud when we were saying, uh, this is a couple of years ago on the podcast about, like, how much do you weigh? And it was like hard or soft. <laughs> you're like, no. So it's like all jokes like that circling back. Yeah, it's all no, I had one. And again, I, I almost, I'm almost afraid to say this, but I guess I'll never, I'll never do stand up comedy. So I no. can do this. And, it, and again, we, we can timestamp it. We can do everything else. So I'm afraid yeah. this one might get out there. But basically, the gist of the joke, and I don't have it worded properly yet, but basically, how come in like, uh, it's socially acceptable and even in like high society, for very uh, prestigious people to say that a couple is trying like the, the, this couple like they're trying yes whereas you could also just say he's now nutting inside her without a condom <laughs> and it's the same you're saying the same thing ryan you're at a cocktail party yeah. and the thing is well they, oh, oh i heard they're trying oh, oh they're trying i can only think of like the people looking like like uh like uh downton abbey like oh they're trying or like well, actually, maybe they didn't do it back then, but like you know how it is, like yeah. uh, like a, like a like a wine party, like a wine and cheese, party. wine and cheese that we don't get invited to. And you yep. you can say that in front of somebody's grandmother. You can say, "Oh, they're trying." Oh, they're trying. And you're like, "Oh, good for like good luck." But you're like, "Yeah, I've been coming inside her now for months without <laughs> without a condom regularly, <laughs> regularly, regularly." Yeah. Like you can say that to your parents. I bust huge nuts, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> so here's so you could be like. We just one time I want to be like trying what? Yeah, right. Exactly. And just wait to see like what they say. Like I would just like wait it out. I don't what? understand. I don't understand. I don't understand what you're what you're suggesting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I also had one other that I felt like the outline was perfect. I remember being like, I should write it down and I didn't. So hopefully I'll remember it again. But it was like it was probably in line with something like that. But I was okay. like, oh, this is also foolproof. The other thing we can do as a podcast down the road is we can write five good minutes for somebody and write the material for them. And you have to go video yourself doing it, doing it. Well, what's a, that... a listener challenge? Like, here's our five, here's our five minutes of jokes. You go do it at an open mic. And is it that goes. we never did it in our league, but I think that I, that's like a fantasy football last place thing. It is. Yeah. Go to open mic and do five minutes, do five <laughs> minutes of comedy. That's a great, that's a great one for our league. Great punishment. Yeah. Uh, I would rather do that than sign up for and take the SATs, which yeah. I've been pulling for forever. So it's someone way, should do that. It's way too much time. That's the point. It's more of a time crunch than anything else. <laughs> and I'm a person who's coming last. That's true. So you would have to take them again. Yeah, but then I'm you just go the score. I've come in all three holes and last. And finish. <laughs> See what I did? I did. I, I saw did that. that. Yeah, flat penis joke again. <laughs> I think we are the official podcast of flat penis. Flat penis awareness month is actually April. So what do, you, what do you mean it's flat? Like flat which way? Right. Exactly. That's right. It's like someone took it and just kind of clamped down on it. A vice grip. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually got that joke because they did it in, in Jackass. Oh yeah, they did squeeze it together. They squeezed it together. <laughs> but then it's like, so would you be all that impressed if it's really, really long, if it happens to be really, really flat? Or would you That's rather what I'm yeah? Probably I, I would rather be wide and flat. No, I don't. I think you'd rather be short and round, <laughs> like a puck. <laughs> super long, but super flat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness 
is less than a month away. People are excited for this. Yeah. We're tuning in for this. Should be pretty good. It should be pretty good. And they said the runtime is like, a, it's like two hours. So yeah. they, they was rumored that this was going to be the longest MCU movie and yeah. it's not even close. Speaking of, we have a, not only a live show coming up May 15th at Idle Hands, 3 p.m. start time, Sunday, uh, May 15th. Hopefully you can all make it out there. And by the way, for those who have been to previous live shows, Goo claims he has completely mastered the sound. Before, there was only certain areas where you could really hear us, and now yeah. Goo claims the whole building, the, and the whole city of Malden is going to be able to hear us. God love it. But God the reason I it, say man. that is we are, in the, the dork shared Gooniverse, coming up with the top 50 comic book movies mm-hmm. of all time. So obviously, Doctor Strange is going to be a late entry, so that won't be in there. But anything else is fair game. And again, not just Marvel or DC, any comic book movie. And so there's 10 of us on the panel, and uh i've already done the math on eight so you and shime still have not sent yours in which is fine I, and again I, I it's done i'm just tinkering a little bit but yeah don't be like nick fryer by the way and send i'm in not sending that's the thing i don't want to send you four lists and i also flash gordon is moving up and down my list all over the place because that this, movie's the hits this list and i'm gonna wait so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a, a regular monday night episode where we count down 50 through 26 probably in early may and then on the live show, we're going to do the top 25, and Mac and Goo are going to join us for that. We have the rest of the year set for Rossi Horrible Takes, and they're not all Rossies. Some of them, of course, are Rossies. But, but there when, are some, oh boy. When people put pen to paper and say, I think this movie is better than that movie, you find some insane ones. See, the I'm be- betting, yeah. So I, I broke it up by tens. So like I have like my... You know, so like the top ten Tears. is you could go, yeah. So, yeah. um, that's how I view. It. So, if like one, if you argue with me that you know the Batman is better than the Dark Knight, I'll be like, okay, like fine. Oh yeah, you know what uh, I mean? No, but there are some, but no, but also there are some that clearly shouldn't even be in the same tier. Oh, not even. And there's more that what I found is there's more than fifty comic book movies. So like there are some that shouldn't even we shouldn't even discuss. Oh no, I bet there are. Close to 150. I would say I would say between 75 and 100. And I, 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 there are some that we should never speak about. No, Davey, I'm telling you, there's way more because I've been trying to keep track on that Letterboxd app. Yeah. And I didn't even include all of the animated ones, but I let people oh, if they shit. wanted. Yeah, I forgot. I mean, that's the thing. You forget about those. If they wanted ones. to vote for them, they can. I have 115 ranked. 115 ranked. So I bet, and I'm probably missing 20 to 30. So that's how many. So, top fifty. There might be a couple that people like that don't make our top fifty. It is also pretty top heavy, if you ask me. It's really top heavy. Like the good is really goddamn good. Like if I was gonna say six out of six, I might say maybe fifteen. That was exactly what I was gonna say too. Like there's probably fifteen that are six to six six out of six. Rossi, Fryer. And Wes, who does the Change My Mind pod with Fryer, all three of those guys made me spit out my coffee. I would like some of their some of their rankings. At this point, I know I know Wes is is a little bit like he to get the reaction. Yeah, but that's the thing. I know Wes likes to do that stuff, but also enough of his list is like really solid that it's like it's not just a throwaway list. It's odd. I, I I have to ask him about it. Rossi's is kind of classic Rossi at a few t- turns. Fryer like he has like fun. Batman and Robin in his top ten. Like, I think like Rossi at this point is just fucking with me. <laughs> he might be. Yeah, might be. Uh, but yeah, so we'll have those uh, later on. But it's been pretty interesting to to watch. Uh, not included in that exercise are the Marvel TV shows, including Moon Knight, which mm-hmm. uh, two episodes in, two out of six. How are you feeling about this? I uh, feel great. I feel great. I love it. Um, it's a, it's just goofy enough and it's just serious enough. It's kind of like teetering on that. Yeah. And I was reading somewhere today, speaking of good Marvel shows that daredevil came out like seven years ago. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that makes sense. Seven thought, years. I, I mean, have we, we, have we been doing this that long? Uh, yes. That's nuts. We started in 2015. I think it was the yes. summer of 2015. And remember, I didn't even have Netflix streaming then. No, you didn't. Because you were like, watch Daredevil. I'm like, yeah, I can't. 
So I think we we did a standalone episode on Daredevil season two. I don't think we ever did on season one. Oh wow. We could always rewatch that and do an episode. Yeah, because we never actually did it. That's no, that's not bad. I think the first one, the first, and the only reason I remember this is because I ended up doing a standalone on it. Ant Man was the first MCU movie. Mm-hmm. So any anything pre Ant Man we didn't do. That's amazing. Yeah. How long has it been going on? Been a long time. Yeah. Long time running. Uh, Sonic 2 is getting really good reviews, apparently. Yeah, and I was going to put this in the video game minute, but I'll mention it now. So the guy who directed Sonic 2 is now slated to direct the Super Smash Brothers movie. They're making a so Smash Brothers movie. There's been a bit of a resurgence in the comic book. I shouldn't say resurgence. They're finally good. The, the, the video uh, game, the, the video game movies. Yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic especially. I saw the first one's good. And yeah. I heard the second one's better from Mac. But. Yes. Yeah, but you get Knuckles. You get Knuckles and you get Tails. You get Knuckles and Tails. Of course it's going to yeah. be better. Now, here's my question. Do I need to watch the first one to watch the second one? I don't believe so. I think probably. you can kind of probably figure it out. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, remember, remember when they like the trailer first came out and people were just aghast at what they did with Sonic. Was, the first Sonic. Oh my god, with the teeth and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was like when the New Orleans Pelicans first became an NBA team and they had a mascot and he looked like the stuff of fucking nightmares. Yes. They had to change him because he was too scary. Yeah, too scary. Yeah, brutal. Uh, the severance finale was last Friday. This is the Apple TV plus show. I've been talking about nonstop and Billy D and I did an emergency episode of dork podcast. You can go check it out in yes. the archives or on YouTube. Uh, but I saw on Twitter, you started the show. I did. And I I'm in, I'm in first episode. I'm in, I, I, I like the idea. It's not exactly what I thought it was going to be. So that's good. Yep. Um, and I did make a little joke that Adam Scott, I've never seen Tig Notaro and Adam Scott in the same room because he looks exactly like her in the show. Especially with this haircut that he like, had. Like them, sorry. Them? I don't know, I've pronouns, I'm sorry. I'm yes. bad with pronouns. Yeah. But does look like with the hair. Uh, yeah. Like kind of, or like the wavy kind of hair. Yeah. Thing going. Love this show, though. It's, it's fucking wild. So I haven't listened to that dink yet because I... I I need to watch the show. I need to watch the show and then I'll yeah. listen with you guys. We do like five minutes spoiler free. So it's really for people who have who have watched. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta watch it. I'm in though. I'm you're right. This is the time you were right. This yeah. is good. This is yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. great. Uh Better Call Saul. Speaking of great, uh this coming Monday, the first episode of Better Call Saul. So yeah. make sure you set your DVRs and all that. They also tweeted out a picture of Walter and Jesse and said, like, we're back or we're we're returning. Wow. And this is what kills me because people were like, oh, we don't need this. Like, we don't need them back. I'm like, no, you do. Because the shows are running. To, they're running together. So like, you, do need, you do need them. And how the story goes. I rewatched season five on Netflix in like two days. The last three episodes of season five of Better Call Saul are fucking incredible. Yep. The one where him and Mike are out in the desert. And then the thing with Lalo and Nacho. Like that. Incredible. So if you haven't seen that yet, watch that for sure before and also it was weird people were making a, a big deal i mean i get why like walter and jesse are two of the best tv characters of all time but they had already announced that they were going to be in it like a, a long time ago, ago. Yeah. yeah and people are like freaking out and i, I don't know maybe we have short memories yeah, yeah it seems like people <laughs> did i was like uh yeah. also i'm curious how the one big question for me is how do they what happens to kim and how does Saul like never talk about her in Breaking so Bad? My guess is she gets the vacuum guy treatment. Yeah, she has to. Like he's already called. He already knows him, right? Because yep. he introduced. So my guess is his introduction. Because remember when Walter and Jesse? Hopefully this isn't a spoiler, but um, Walter and Jesse, he gives them the guy's information. It's like if you need to get lost, like here's the guy. So my guess is he meets him. By that that guy's dead though, so I don't know how they're gonna do that. They could probably just use his voice. Yeah, right. Um, or you never know. They probably have archives. Or has the card. And so, like, my guess is he's introduced to yeah. him to get Kim gone. Yeah. All right. That's my guess. I hope yeah, Kim she, doesn't die. But yeah, so that that but that is a good. I know a lot of people probably assume she's gonna die, but that's a good point. That that could always happen yeah. to her too. So she could get get scooped up, scooped out of there. All right, let's get to oh, Stranger Things season four. By the way, we tweeted it out at Dork Podcast. Volume one again, all these shows now are splitting yeah. up. Volume one comes out May 27th. And I'll tell you what, after even with all these teasers and everything else, I thought I was done with Stranger Things after season three. The trailers got me. I'm back. I'm freaking, in. 
the heavy metal guy fucking shredding in the battle. Like, by the way, if if shit goes down in Metro West and there's a sci-fi monster apocalypse, you best believe I'm grabbing the fender and I'm heading up. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to start shredding. That's how I'm going. Good. I'm going out. That's how I'm going out. They might keep you. They might look over and be like, you know what? We need a soundtrack for destruction. Yeah. You're our guy. Be like, is that Rebel Yell by Billy Idol? Fucking tits. Let's keep that guy. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm. I'm on board. I didn't think I would be, but I am. Uh, I've already been uh, talking back. Great, again. great use of a journey song too. Like I need that mix of that song. Uh-huh. So good. Yep, I do. All right. It's time for Davey's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, sir. So uh, again, this portion of the program until, you know, I know they want to do this. Should I have bought this? The 47 brand. But we're going to keep them with Davey's video game minute. So go to 47 brand. Use the promo code hashtag dork. Get yourself 25% off. Look at the shop hat I got on right now. Ooh, Shab. mighty ducks of go Anaheim. Ducks. Go ducks. Um, yeah, 25% off your They got some great new stuff now. They have some uh, like kind of like retro looking t-shirts that you can get yeah. your favorite NBA team. They look actually pretty sharp. They do. So check they do those out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to want to use the promo code for those because yep. they're a little expensive, but yep. that's, that's okay. Um, you pay for quality is what Correct. you pay for. Correct. So you now I've told, this is ugh, all those Xbox people who are, you know, woo, right. You can now buy halo infinite for $20 flash sale for 20 bucks. There you go. That's what happens when you hype this game up and then you put out a multiplayer, which everyone is going to use halo for. And you only have like four maps. Good job. Yeah. Um, Speaking of games that are that pay dividends, so we are like two weeks away from the Overwatch 2 beta, PvP beta. I, I signed up. I'm We're ready. All signed up. I'm I ready to go. Code or whatever it takes. And I would say we should terrible. probably get some practice in. Yes. Prior yep. to. I think we should. But here's the thing. Aren't, isn't it going to be new characters? There are some new characters. But um, I think all back. the old characters are back, and then they're adding more. I think like, we have a squad. I think we have a full squad now too. You think so? I think we got. I think we go six deep, easy. He goes. Oh yeah, we yeah. just put. We just send up the. We put up the dork signal, and yep. we'll get. We'll get six guys mm-hmm. or girls or whoever. Doesn't matter. People. Six players doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't we'll, matter. we'll do that. Yeah. Um, I got to practice though. We definitely have to practice. I haven't played in a dog's age, so right, right. So um, <clears throat> another trailer we got too. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts Four trailer, which looks a little odd. Um, because the Kingdom Hearts is, you know, it's basically Final Fantasy, but with like Disney characters. You heard of this game? You never I have not heard of this game. You never heard of this? So it's four. Oh. So it's very, they're very popular games. Okay. Very popular, but it's like basically a Final Fantasy game with your companions or Disney characters. And Goofy and Donald are like your okay. helpers. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's weird because it looks like a Final Fantasy game, like graphics wise. So remember when like Homer Simpson, like in one of the Treehouse of Horrors, like went into like the real world and yes. it looked kind of weird? Yeah, yeah. That's basically what we're dealing with right now. Oh, that was it. That seemed like it was ahead of its time on The Simpsons when they did it that. It really was. And then Peter Griffin did it where he was like, ah, you know, um, but it looks super weird. So I, I don't know. I've never, I think I played one of these games and I liked it. It was fine, but I don't yeah. know. People are gaga over these things. So hmm. whatever. Um, so Vicarious Visions, the, the company that made Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Remember they did the remake of Tony Hawk 1 and 2? Yep. We're recently now absorbed by Blizzard, which is good news because Activision, so it's Blizzard Activision. So Activision and Neversoft made the original Tony Hawk games. So we could be getting three, four underground, like we could be getting a slew of remastered Tony Hawk games, which I'm all for. Actually, stop at underground. We're done after that. I don't need need underground, but I'm all in on three. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So we could be getting new ones of those, which is which is Love pretty it. good. Um, and then the last bit of news that we have here for the Davies Video Game Minute, Sony and Lego's parent company, some Japanese conglomerate, has dumped $2 billion into Epic Games in, to like make some sort of metaverse thing. Oh, boy. So I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah. But kind of a big kind of a big payday for Sony for uh, Epic Games to keep like you know Fortnite going. So mm. you know we'll see. But that's all the news that's fit to dance to. Go to 47brand.com, use the promo code hashtag dork, get you some shit. Uh, I love it very much, Ryan. I got a quick yeah. question for you. Y'all ready for biz? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. Today it is 
kind of loose, but it's uh, Marvel cards. I sure. love these Marvel cards. I stumbled upon my box of 1992 uh, Marvel cards, and we talked about them a little bit last week. I'm not gonna. That's a McFarland, by the way. That is. It looks like a McFarland Spider-Man. Yep. I'm not gonna be able to get a good view on this. I got my light. The light. Yep. I got a new light. There it on. is. You got to move it back a little bit. There you go. Put it back. All right. So this is what they look like. Everybody knows what these bad boys look like. They're pretty awesome. So uh, here's the game. We're just going to go through as many cards as we we have time for. And you can do one of two things, right? You can pitch a movie slash show. Okay. Or you can guess the stats. Now, right. I can also pitch a show or pitch a movie. I obviously can't guess the stats because I have them in front of me. But we can go, kind of ping pong back and forth with those. By the way, right. in, in, including the should I have bought this, on eBay right now, you can buy this full set right now for $275. Jesus, am I see? Here's the You're problem. You're sitting on a cold one. It's not I, the whole set, is it? I don't have the whole set, but it's close. Yeah. And it's fact, I think it even comes just like remember all the baseball cards with like a checklist. Yes, there's a card that's a checklist. Yeah, so I think there is a total of 200 cards. So I'd have to go through it. I'm definitely missing like 15, something like that. Yeah. I have a lot of them though. You have a lot of them, I have including a lot. Morbius. I have Morbius, as we discussed yep. last week. <laughs> I also have Kazar. <laughs> Kazar. Rye, would you like to guess the stats or pitch a movie for Kazar? Quasar. Real name, Wendell Vaughn. Debut, Captain America number 217 back in December of 1978. He is affiliated with the Avengers, although we have not seen him in the MCU yet. Uh, here's a quote from KSR number two. I'm not sure I have what it takes to protect the whole darn cosmos, but if I'm the one you want for the job, I'll do my best to do it. KSR. Someone wrote that line. Yep. 1989. Would you like to guess on a scale of one to seven? What is KSR's strength? Is he an energy projection guy? He is, right? He shoots laser beams. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to guess his strength out of seven, right? Yep. Four. It's a two. What? What's his intelligence? Two. Uh, correct. Yeah. His energy projection. Like six. Correct. Yeah. Uh, his mental powers. One. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> his fighting ability. Two. Uh, four. Four. Okay. Four. So he's a hand to hand guy. He also shoots laser beams out of his fists. Last but not least, terrible cape, by the way. It, oh, yeah. Outfit stinks. He's got a terrible look. Speed. One. Seven. What? He's oh, the, does he fly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the fastest guy in the goddamn galaxy. Look at him. Look at that cape. Look at him. How fast he is. Look at this guy. This son of a gun. All right, right. Here's the one that people really want to know. Give me a pitch for Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker. So Sleepwalker, again, I I mentioned last week that I had Sleepwalker number one. I owned it. And I think it it was one of those things where, like, I bought a comic at my comic book store in my hometown. And they threw that in. They're like, do you want this? And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Like, I didn't think much of it. So uh, the pitch is, I forget the kid's name, the guy's name, but that, so basically there's a, it's Walker doesn't have a name, right? But there's an alien that lives like in his subconscious. Okay. And so like this thing comes out when he's sleeping. So I forget like the, the guy he's attached to his name, but basically like sleepwalker shows up when the, the guy goes to sleep and fights crime. Um, <laughs> And he just looks like a green goblin. He looks like the, a mix between like Green Goblin and Cad Bane. He one hundred percent does. Yes, yeah. like Green Goblin, Cad Bane, and he's one where I feel like our generation knows who he is. People younger or older than us have no idea who Sleepwalker is. I don't think he really was in the game very long. He was not in the game very long, but he would be good. He would be a good like if you did a Midnight Suns movie. Like he could be in that. Okay. I don't think I could never pitch a standalone movie for Sleepwalker because basically it's like Nightmare on Elm Street in reverse. Although we might get there at some point. What do you mean? We might just run out of superheroes and just Correct. like be like, Shit, they're, what are they're we gonna, gonna do tap now? The Sleepwalker. And like, so 
I'm trying to think of when they ended that run and who he teamed up with. But I think I want to say I bought Morbius one and Sleepwalker one at the same time. Oh, that's probably worth. So if now it probably wouldn't be graded a 9.6, that's hard to do. Yeah. But a Sleepwalker number one is worth 110 bucks. Although, and again, we're going to have to talk to Judy Davy about it because yeah. only she knows where the hell my comic books went. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I got a handful left over that I saved, but I, yeah. God only knows. They sold the childhood home in Nashville, New Hampshire. And God only knows. Of a, oh, yeah. No, the, the people that moved into that house probably have a stack of comics now. Yeah, seriously. They're using it as like insulation to the attic or something. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Sleepwalker. Uh, Not great. So let's guess his stats. So I'm, did we already do his stats last week? Uh, I don't. Bro, I don't think so. Strength. Okay. Two. Uh, four. Oh, okay. Intelligence. Three. Yes, correct. Yeah. Energy projection. One. Five. What? I don't remember him projecting any type of energy. Apparently, a lot of it. Uh, yeah. mental, <laughs> mental powers. One. Two. Fighting ability. Five. Four. Okay. And speed. Three. Correct. There you go. Pretty good. Sleepwalker. I'm getting the hang of this. Fuck this this ain't bad. All right, yeah. let's go to... Oh, here's another good one. <laughs> Weapon Omega. Okay, so this is what always confused me. So Weapon Omega, does that have anything to do with Omega Red? I don't think so. I mean, maybe. This guy's from Alpha Flight, the Canadian team. Oh, for fuck's sake. So his first appearance was Alpha Flight number 11, which came out June 1984. Uh, his real name is Kyle. Just Kyle. Just Kyle is what Jesus, it says. Jesus, Kyle. <laughs> yes, there's a quote from uh, Kyle. I can tell you this. I would die before I let Alpha Flight down. Well. All on the line. Is he Put dead? Down. Yes. Because he definitely let Alpha Flight down because holy smokes. Then there's a write-up on all these guys, too. So it says, add another name to the list of heroes born of Canada's super secret agent program, Weapon Omega. He's smart, swift, and sure of himself in a fight, but he wasn't always that way. He started out as the savage wild child, wreck, uh, wreaking havoc until a serum cured him of his destructive tendencies. Now he's making up for his past misdeeds as a valued member of Canada's superhero team, Alpha Flight. So I'm looking at Weapon Omega right now. This must be another run because his name is... Kyle. No, it's not Kyle. His name is... Um biography kyle pointer it just says pointer it just says <laughs> there's kyle there's kyle's coming out he's coming through the screen kyle um alpha flight i'm surprised we haven't seen any alpha flight yet we, we have not seen alpha, alpha flight. flight and the 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 famous canadian superhero captain sorry <laughs> sorry 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 all right we Fuck got a alpha few flight. avengers who else is in alpha flight by the way uh oh shit uh, there's a little guy named Puck. Remember Alpha him? Flight. And then Sasquatch. Sasquatch is in Alpha Flight. They have a giant Sasquatch. Puck is just like this little guy with like a P on his yep. chest, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think I might even have the team card. There's team Aurora, cards. Snowboard, Snowbird, Guardian, Puck, Shaman, and Sasquatch. That's a that's a squad. What a crop! Oh, Puck's got a little he's got a little twisty mustache too. Yeah, look at this. You telling me this card isn't worth a shit ton? Look at him. Alpha flight. Alpha flight. That A looks like a four. Weird. Or is that a maple leaf? Uh, yeah, maple leaf. It's a maple leaf. They're super Canadian. Super oh, Canadian. Puck, Puck's not in the team photo. Is he not in there? He's in there. He's, he's hiding behind somebody. He's in there. It's <laughs> funny, too. The, the Guardians of the Galaxy is like a completely different Guardians. Right. This is the one with like it's like John twenty seven or whatever the guy's name is. Uh, Charlie twenty seven. Charlie twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's Major Victory, Starhawk, Charlie twenty seven, Mar Martin X, Nikki, and Talon. And so then, uh, yeah. Was it so? Who was it? Major Victory was like another Captain America, right? I think so. Which is like the dumbest story because I think he's in that card set. So, um, Major Victory gets sent into space to like the nearest solar system. And he's supposed to like be the first human to get there. And then when he gets there, there's already people there. Wow. <laughs> so it's a whole fucking waste. We've got, yeah. It's like Christopher Columbus. 
Josh in the chat says, if Alpha Flight is in Doctor Strange, I will flatten my own dick. <laughs> well, you'd be better off because it'll be wider. More girth that way. Yeah, really. I mean, don't don't knock it till you try yeah. it. So do you are, are you pulling for Alpha Flight? I don't understand. Are you pulling for Alpha I, Flight to be in it or you don't want them to be in you it? You super want them to be a part of it. That's okay. fine. We, we, <laughs> we understand why. Uh, <laughs> I do. I am surprised that we haven't gotten uh, Alpha Flight at some point. All right, who else do we got here? Uh, well, we're getting a She-Hulk. We're getting a She-Hulk. Do you have the Captain Britain? Captain Britain. Now, this is kind of, we already kind of got this, I would say, in What If. Because you had Peggy Carter, who became Captain, you couldn't really can't really call her Captain America. So Agent Carter becomes Captain, Captain America, America, so to she speak. So Captain she America. would have to be Captain Britain. She wasn't right? Brian so, Braddock, though. Not Brian Braddock, not for sure, oh. but sure. But um, I don't know if we need this. No, let's <laughs> give it. I already have, you know, three or four because now we got like what, three or four Captain Americas now. Yeah, we got with, with Strange is going to be another one. Then we got U.S. Agent. He's kind of got U.S. Agent. We got Falcon. We got Bucky Barnes. All of those people have been at one point Captain America. So I don't know if we need. Yeah, Captain Britain. No, probably not. No. Nope. Uh, let's see. Here you go. Here's your guy. Dark Hawk. So I put this in here because I was kind of brushing up and it's like, what the? It's a great suit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It looks kind of like one. It looks like Batman if he was in the Court of Owls. But it metal. Yeah, but, but metal. Like, like a metal suit and yeah, like a Wolverine claw. Like some got, of that Dark Knight metal stuff, actually. Yeah. But he's it's got like a, I want to, I don't want to say Wolverine. I want to see like Vega from Street Fighter 2 claws. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, his real name is Chris Powell. He made his first appearance in Dark Hawk number one back in March of 1991. Uh, here's a quote from Dark Hawk number eight. Got to admit, this is kind of cool. <laughs> that actually would have been a better game. Have yeah. me read the quotes and you have to and guess who the character is. Actually, we could just do that next. Okay. Um, it does... Darkhawk have any ability above a four? So it's, I'm trying to think. Strength, so intelligence, energy projection, mental powers, fighting ability, and speed. No shot. Yeah, no, you're right. What's the what's what's the four? Uh, uh, strength is the only four. And everything else, so his fighting ability is under a four, and yeah, as his speed, he flies, and his speed is under a four. It's a, it's a two. Ew. What a Although useless the, piece of shit he is. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, hence the name. It's a good fit. All right, who said this? Hard on myself. Who said this? Crooks on the rocks, delicious. Crooks on the rocks, delicious. Crooks on the rocks, delicious. So it's got to be someone who eats people, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Crooks on Crooks the Rocks, delicious. I have no fucking he earthly said this idea. 1975, Iceman. Get it on the rock. Oh, ice. Oh, I rocks. get it. Play Come on, on. Come on Drake story. Roberts, Bobby Drake. What is it? What were his other aliases? No, Bobby Drake. But wasn't he Drake Roberts at some point too? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, one of the original X Men. One of the original uh, X Men. Yeah, you see in the in the issue number one behind me. Of course, that's a poster. Every once in a while, people are like, "Why do you have that hanging up behind you? That's worth so much." I'm like, "It's a poster. It was worth five bucks." Yeah. Um. Also, an old on his stats, it could because this came out after the fact, so they uh, they realized that Iceman is an Omega level mutant. Yeah, yeah. So his stats do not reflect this. In do not reflect so. this at all because it was bef this recently came to light that he yeah. can manipulate atoms around yeah. him to make ice so i would like to see a better ice man i think that kid was fine in the early x-men movies i want a better ice man i think we could do it we should do when you have another x when the x-men come into the mcu i think you do it with the originals i agree and they need to kind of bring this character along more than the others because i think he's one of the only ones who's been there consistently from the start of x-men now because they're doing the Marvel or the X-Men 97 show, they're going to like kind of reboot the cartoon. 
Mm-hmm. You think they're going to tie that in anyway and have, cause again, if, if what if is a cartoon, but we're going to get some of that in live action. I wonder if they take some of the shit that goes on in that cartoon. Cause I would also like to see a better, like a rogue gambit from, from the cartoon. Oh, that's the only way you're ever going to see it. You know? <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, that's the only way you're ever going to see gambit is in a cartoon, but he's not getting his own. He's not getting his um, own thing. So if he, I mean, you got to figure too, like if Iceman can create ice around him, mm-hmm. He could also potentially turn your blood to ice. Correct. Which he'd be that's terrifying. As anybody. Yep. Because you know when when liquids turn solids, they expand. So you're gonna like blow up too. Yeah. What could he do to my dick? Flatten it. No. Freeze freeze dry it and flatten it, you know? <laughs> who knows? Uh who said this? I kill only those who deserve killing kill only those who deserve ki- punisher correct right? punisher yeah badass card too holy smokes and the, uh, we, look at that Woo! oh my god frankie go huh a cool card yeah all right what else we got here uh oh here we go warlock so is that adam warlock they just call him warlock yeah the card just says warlock but it's adam warlock yeah how about the power ratings on this guy it's got to be sixes and sevens across the board, right? He has three sevens, uh, energy projection, mental powers, and speed. Five for strength, and then a three for fighting ability and intelligence. Well, I mean, I think like you don't have to fight. Right. At that point. So at that point, which it always bugged me. And again, I know it's a comic book movie. Why Thanos ever engaged in a fist fight during yeah. in, Endgame and Infinity War? Like, you don't have to. Probably didn't really need it. No. You could Probably. just be like, do the Zach Morris timeout. If you wanted to, right? How about um, Megan? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is always like the biggest head scratcher. Uh, Megan, she first appeared in New Mutants, and then she joined Excalibur. Just Megan, ones and twos across the board. What does she do? Uh, once believed by her gypsy parents to be a demon child. The shape changer, known as Megan, recently learned more of her true origins. She's a blessed child of white magic, one of the benevolent creatures known as fairies. Fairies. F A E R I E. Yes, fairies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With this knowledge and her power to assume many forms, the lovely Megan continues to fight evil of all kinds at the side of her mutant companions, the team of superhero, a team of heroes known as Excalibur. I think she's just a shapeshifter. I guess. Like a worse mystique? Yep. Fuck that. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Yes. Yes, (laughs) indeed. All right. Oh, this is another guy you don't see much of. Night Thrasher. He looks looks like a a G.I. Joe character. He does look a little bit like a G.I. Joe character or a Mortal Kombat character a little bit. His real name is Dwayne Taylor. And he once said, I was only four when my parents were killed. I'm never going to stop trying to avenge their deaths. That's a, that's a fresh origin story. It's a fresh origin. Yeah. You love to see that. Although it's fighting abilities is six. You can get down. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. All right. Let's do anybody. Let's do two more here. Let's do two more. Yep. All right. You want a villain? Give me a villain. All right. Cardiac. (laughs) So shocker. Cardiac, uh, or Eli Worthen, call me judge, call me jury, call me cardiac. He no. said that in uh, Amazing Spider Man. He debuted in Spider Man. He's one of Spider Man's villains, I guess. So is he just like a human defibrillator? Yeah, it says young Eli Wortham swore upon his brother's death that no one else would have to die due to lack of knowledge. Growing up to become a world renowned scientist, Eli later discovered that his brother's death could have been prevented were it not for a greedy corporation that withheld the cure. Swearing revenge upon corrupt conglomerates everywhere, Eli became the costume vigilante known as Cardiac. So he's basic, so Oscorp, I'm guess. I'm guessing they're... Yep, I, I would assume. That's a shit character, too. Like, this was in 92. Like, how, you think of, like, how far comic books have come yeah. since the early 90s. Yeah. And again, I think this is around the time where Marvel went bankrupt. Yeah, I don't think they were doing so right. hot. I think you're no. right. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. 
All right. Oh, how about this? 96. Guy? 96. Marvel went bankrupt. Oh, yeah. So these cards were 92. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. All right. Last one we'll do today. Uh huh. <laughs> the Rose. Is that a bad guy? It's a super villain. Looks like Zemo. He looks like Baron Zemo. He looks like Black Mask, but with a purple mask. He's, He's got, got two Uzis there. Two guns. Smoking two Uzis. Smoking guns. Yeah. He also first appeared in Spider Man. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 253, June of 84. His name is Richard Fisk. Oh, Fisk. Ah. Oh, he's the, he's Kingpin's son. Rose. How do you like that? Look at that. Spider-Man is a weed which must be swiftly plucked, he said once. As the son of the criminal mastermind known as the Kingpin, the Rose follows the footsteps of one of Spider-Man's oldest and most dangerous enemies. Seeking to command his own criminal empire, the Rose challenged his father for control of new york's underworld and lost but Oof. now that daredevil has helped bring about the kingpin's downfall the rose may yet get to change i'm sorry get the chance to claim his father's throne and i will go even further the first rose there's been four roses in marvel oh. comics the first was richard fisk um wow. who sought to overthrow his father after learning he was the kingpin of crime he later became a punisher like vigilante calling himself blood rose he was eventually shot dead by his own mother, Vanessa. Wow. So they could use it. Tough way to go. Uh, they had. Uh, you could use him in Daredevil. You definitely could. And like you yep. just had Echo pop up. So you could. So Echo is the daughter of Kingpin. Well, it depends. No, I don't think that you could have a young version of him. But I don't a think you could do full. The Rose. I'm in on it. Yeah. I'm in on it. All right, that's uh, that's a pretty good game right there, Ryan. The 1992 cards. A fun little game. The old, the old cards. Uh, let's get to this. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may choose at this time to defend a goal? I will defer since I, I received last week. I know what yours is this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. So instead of giving a pick of the pod, I'm going to go with a, uh, a little segment within the segment called I Watched It So You Don't Have To. Okay. Two trash box movies. What'd you get? One, Windfall on Netflix with Jason Siegel and Jesse Plemons. Yes. Yeah, I'm really disappointed. Jam- I'm disappointed because I thought this was going to be good. Did I mention this last week? No, I- but you mentioned oh. it to me. Okay. Like- because oh, you yeah. said I'm going to watch this tonight. But let me know oh, how it is, and right. then you were like, "Nah." I hated it. I thought it was terrible. And then, no surprise, but it was on HBO Max, so I decided to watch it. Death on the Nile, another one of these movies that has like an all-star cast. I love Who Done It, and maybe I'm too good for Who Done It because I also sniffed this out in like 15 minutes, and it was a two-hour movie. And I like even... I did with the new Scream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like you did with Scream, but this was so much worse than the new Scream. This was just. I, I like really didn't like it. And I didn't like murder on the Orient Express. So I didn't really expect no, to like it. Like I went that. in with low expectations and this was yeah. a really crap box. So those are two movies that everybody they're streaming right now, but you could skip by the way on the 18th, just six days away, the Batman will be oh. streaming. So we can all watch it a second, third and fourth time through. I've seen it twice and I can't wait to watch it again. Oh my God. Can't wait to watch it again. So Perfect. my, as you know, I, we, we discussed it before my pick of the pod again, HBO max. If you haven't seen, Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. Man, this this is so good. It's so good. And it's like the perfect. So you have like these like holy grail of like skateboard documentaries. So you have like Dogtown and Z-Boys. Not the Lords of Dogtown, but Dogtown and Mm -hmm. Z-Boys. Bones Brigade, if you haven't seen. And then this one. So like those three, Stacey Peralta is involved in all of them. So Dogtown and Z-Boys is like the original skateboard crew. the Zephyr crew. And then bones brigade is when Stacy Peralta becomes like the head of a skate. So that's Lance mountain, Steve Caballero, Mike McGill, Rodney Mullen, Christian Hosoy, like every skateboarder that I ever knew in like the eighties was associated somehow with Stacy Peralta. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then this one is kind of like those guys. Now the Tony Hawk, it, it's, it's focused on Tony Hawk. Um, and kind of like, a little deeper dive into like, but like what he's doing now and the whole joke that like no one recognizes Tony Hawk anymore. I think it's one of the greatest gags like ever. Like no one knows. They see his, it says Anthony Hawk and they're like, Oh, you look just like him. Yeah. And you can't put that together. 
Right. By the way, I would know Tony Hawk if I saw him in person. I would like run up to him. And oh, yeah, so would I. Um, yeah. and he would give me like the Jerry Seinfeld like Kesha treatment. Like, no, All thanks. Right, thanks, man. Yep. Yeah. Um, I love skateboard documentaries. Um, and this is kind of like as I get older, I start asking myself kind of the same questions like, when is enough enough with mm -hmm. this? And there's like at the end, like he just kind of tries a 540 and just or a 720. And just the guy's 56 years old. Well, so what I was fucking shattered. Like all these guys are oh, just it's, mangled. It's yeah, it's one of those sports. First of all, I don't think people they, there's enough credit given to just like how impressive and how difficult it really is. But it's also a sport that you can't really age well in, no. in it. In like it, they take their bodies take such a physical pounding uh that it's it's kind of insane but like you, nobody really refers to it as a contact sport but like it 100 is a contact sport like he, he like the litany of things that he lists off that he's done to himself and yeah. there's like a segment where he just talks about all of his injuries and even somebody who like rodney mullen by the way rodney mullen <laughs> in all of these documentaries amazing steals the show he yeah. is like a mystic like i don't know that's the only way i can describe him like the way he thinks and the way he talks about anything like i'll just listen to him for hours um yeah he's like he's like an artist and yeah you know the skateboard is his uh his brush like that's and his ted talk his stuff. ted talk if you haven't seen it like no i haven't it's great i'm just talking about like using skateboard as creativity and like has his as his voice um i mean i think there's something like again there's some he's definitely on the spectrum somewhere mm -hmm. and i'm not again i'm not saying that to be funny i, I really think that he is and before they could diagnose that like i think yeah. that um but just listening to these guys talk about why they keep doing the things that they're doing and it, it's it's an incredible incredible watch so definitely you know, if you haven't yeah we could do an episode actually on this next week if you want i so i would love to do just like skateboard yeah. movies and like how they've kind of shaped honestly like shaped my life yeah i way. it's funny that we were talking at the beginning of the episode about stand-up comedy because it's it's two different worlds but I have I have the same appreciation for both. Like I know they're incredibly hard. I tried skateboarding when I was little. It was my first big purchase ever. Yep. I remember specifically saving up twenty dollars, which felt mm -hmm. like a lifetime to achieve. I got twenty dollars, went to like J.C. Penny or whatever, bought a skateboard, tried skating a few times, and was so bad so early in like my knees and elbows. Obviously, because I didn't buy pads or anything, and I was. Know. Oh, so those didn't exist. You didn't buy pads back then. No, that's true. And that would have been, I only had the $20. How the fuck was I going to get, I'm going to get pads. Things? So I'm yeah. all scuffed up, obviously no helmet or anything. Cause that's what's forever. said so this is the nineties. And I was like, it's, I just always admired people that could do it. And it was like another group that I'm like, Holy shit. Like what they do blows my mind. And that's why I'm with you. I love all these documentaries. Mm -hmm. Obviously the video games I love too. And, but like that whole world fascinates me. And this documentary is great. And I, what I'm blown away by is, how much old footage they have they have yeah. like, all these competitions in like the 80s they had like like late 70s like they have footage of still and right. it's so it was awesome yeah and again like so i know i've told the story before but you know me like ever since you've known me like i've had a video camera or mm -hmm. any type of camera on me at all times wherever mm -hmm. i go i always have a camera and that started because when i was 14 15 in like the early 90s like I grew up playing hockey so I could rollerblade, but I was also a fucking terrible skateboarder. So yeah. I, my friends would be like, all right, well, you can't skate. So like follow us with the camera, like on your rollerblades. And that's how I got into it. And ever since then, like that's, and again, with, you know, I could talk to you. I'm now we're at the end of the podcast, but I could talk for hours about like, you know, Spike Jones and like yeah. all of those things, like all the things he did with like big brother and like CKY and like watching all of those things, and even yeah. the Bones Brigade movies. So Bones Brigade um, is crazy. Yeah, I say so we do it. I say next week we do it. We can sort of highlight the Tony Hawk new one. So for everybody out there who hasn't seen it yet, it's on HBO. And then if you want to go back and find those other ones, we can sort of do like a broad brush. But we'll we'll focus on the Tony Hawk one, the newer one. Plus, there is some overlap, certainly. Yes. And Stacey Peralta is just such an impressive guy, too. Talk about yeah. ahead of his time. Uh, pretty amazing. So and Dwayne Peters, who's in this, is in all of these movies, the guy with all the tattoos and like yeah. he's like total like punk rock. Like that guy's a fucking beauty. Oh, they all are. They're all absolute yeah. characters, and it, it's it's pretty fascinating to, to listen to their story, especially now. So that'll be next week. And by the way, it won't be Monday. So sorry to jerk everybody around again with the schedule, but it won't be Monday. Just keep it locked to at Dork Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. 
probably what Wednesday or Thursday Something of next like that, yeah. uh, probably Thursday. Thursday probably, okay. So probably Thursday of, of next week, but we will uh, get at you then. Um, Again, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. So if you uh, if you don't find out when we're going live, it'll just we're pop this up. Close. We're get an this email. close to a million and followers. We're tracking down that, that one millionth follower. It yeah. could be you. You listening right now. You're like, I haven't subscribed yet. Maybe I'll be the one millionth. Could happen. <laughs> also, could a reminder, our, our live show is May 15th. So uh, save the date. Wait, say you could be that millionth follower. Say it again. You could be that millionth follower. Could it be you? Could be. <laughs> All right. You don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? You don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs> <laughs>